I just wanted to talk about the spirit of prophecy or the prophetic gift tonight. Is that okay? How many, ready? How many have a prophetic gift that they know of? Okay, we got five people. No. Come on, somebody. You have a, yes, yes. How many have a prophetic gift? How many see stuff? How many hear stuff? Yeah, so that's the spirit of prophecy that should be coming stronger and stronger. If you don't have the spirit of prophecy, I, I, I believe it can get imparted tonight. How many, how many believe that? See, we, we also can prophesy by the amount of faith that we have, right? We prophesy according to, you use your gifts according to the measure of faith that you have. Amen? So we're going to have a little SOS tonight. What's SOS? SOS is school of the spirit, okay? Is that okay? And I, and I feel like I, I feel like today, meaning these times that we live in, it's so so important. It's so incredibly important that we can hear the voice of the Lord. And how many know that just comes through one way? What's the way? Intimacy, intimacy with Jesus, right? It's the only way that you hear His voice. I tell you, we, we may think that we, you know, the enemy tries to come in by other gates and tries to, you know, nag at you with, your, with different words and different things and telling you about your past. Never mind about your past. God's got an incredible future for you. And I just want to encourage you that there's a prophetic gift inside of you that's lying dormant. And even, the, even some of you that do have a prophetic gift, I believe that the Lord is about to just increase that. And because the times that we live in, I feel like there's, 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 a, there's a measure of clarity that we have not had in the past. And, and believe me, right, we just went through all this, you know, the Trump prophecy and all these things that, that have just shaken the church up and shaken the prophetic community up. And, and I, I think it's the enemy rattling the cage again because he's going to give a massive upgrade to the church so that we can hear in such a way that we've never, we've never heard before. And so... You know, be confident that the Lord is speaking. I, I just want to, there's a couple things that I do notice, right? And, and that we've got two types of people, right? We've got people that can't hold anything. They got to tell everyone everything, right? Come on, somebody. And we've got others that have a really deep prophetic anointing that don't open their mouths. And God's trying to loose your tongue. More, more so, not loose your tongue because I've been in the room with some of you and you don't have a problem talking. You, you, just, you just have a problem with the confidence level that God's speaking to you. And so I'm saying this tonight because I, I realize that the Holy Spirit is coming in a greater grace upon the church. How many of you know that? We should prepare ourselves for a greater anointing of miracles, signs, wonders, but also you know, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that Paul talked about in Corinthians that that we want to develop but you can't listen if you don't use it yeah you'll begin to lose it you'll begin to lose it and and I feel like I don't feel like you lose it I I really don't I feel like it doesn't develop in a way that God is desiring it to develop in your life and so the holy spirit is here tonight to bring I just said upgrades I feel like he's going to give an upgrade for a lot of things but that gift in you, the Lord wants to increase. As we are 
intercessors. Everyone say intercessors. Yeah, as we are intercessors, everyone in this room is called to be an intercessor. You're called to pray. And the gift that we've been given to have communion with the Lord begins to open up all kinds of realms. I feel like really young, 12 years old, I began to see things. I began to, I don't dream. I dream sometimes, but I don't really dream a lot. I see things and I hear things. So I have like, anyone ever hear of a seer prophet? That's an Old Testament version, but it's, I believe it's still alive in the church today. Some of you See, God's trying to pull us. He's trying to pioneer a whole generation into a new realm of the prophetic. Amen? He really is. He's trying to pioneer a whole generation into a new thing that God's doing in the earth. Why? Because deep darkness is beginning to cover the earth. And so how bright in you is the light? And how encouraged, how strengthened, how confident are you that the presence of God is inside of you to speak a good word. Listen, the Lord, the Lord himself began creation through what? Words. And so when, pro- when Paul begins to speak and begins to open up this whole realm of prophecy, he says, I desire earnestly that you would desire the gifts, but even more so that you would prophesy. Why? Why prophecy? Because God created all things The Bible says in Hebrews 11, says that he framed the world with his words. And someone in this place needs to begin to frame some things up in their lives. Some conditions that are happening and and we need to speak to the storms. But I realize this, that the Holy Spirit is beginning to do something beyond what we've known, asked, thought of. Ephesians 3.20 He has things for us that have been set aside, the Bible says, for this age. Because they're for the sons of God. It's for the sons of God to manifest the true, like the the rocking, break down walls, smash the devil in the mouth, prophetic gift. Come on, you should be excited about that. And, and I realize, listen, some of you say, well, I don't, no, no, the Lord doesn't use me that way. Listen, when you get inside this Bible and you begin to meditate, just meditate, just meditate on pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Ready? Just, just meditate on those few things. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. And I know we're good in the charismatic church about gimme, gimme, gimme. but the reality is God is wanting to give you something so that you can give, 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 right? Because there's not another, you don't need another impartation to keep it to yourself and shut it up and zip it up. You need an impartation so that you begin to declare. And and the Lord is calling all of us to come into this place of of kingship and, and, and he is the king, but he's wanting us to be kings that declare the things that God speaks And he's wanting us to be the priests that enter into the place, the holy place, because he's already cleared the way that you can enter in and that you can receive things from him that no one else has. And let me tell you, everyone in this room, if we were to prophesy, maybe we'll do that tonight. Maybe we'll we'll do this tonight. Have a little lab. Is that good? I feel like everyone in this room has something that God can give them about one subject, and it will sound different all around the room. Are you hearing me? 
That's why Paul said we prophesy in part. Some of it will correspond completely with one another. But for others, it will sound completely, completely different. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because God speaks to us and we prophesy in part, but that's why he's given us the whole body. Everyone say the whole body. The body is here to, to do the work of the ministry. And the fivefold is to train you in that. Hello. It got quiet. This side's okay. The body is to, is to step in to all that God has in the book. I know the fivefold's, you know, trying to do it as well, right? All of us. But the reality is that he's trying to get the body to step in. And here's, he's wanting us to just really reflect his son. The Lord is really wanting us to reflect his son. So, so I say that to say this. When the Lord is speaking, I'm going to give us a couple things. Uh, well, let's, I, I guess I'm going to go backwards from where I thought I was going to go forwards to, but I'm just going to go backwards. I just want, want you to just look at one occasion. Remember, remember when Peter was on the roof. I'm going to talk out of Acts chapter 10. Remember when Peter was on the roof praying. How many remember that? Come on. Mona Lisa painting. Come on. Smile. I want, I want us to see that there was, there was something that the Lord released for Peter, but it was for Peter first. Hello. And I know we're all, we're all trying to get a word. Some, all right, I'll stop. Back up. Some of us constantly try to get words for other people. Right? I'm just going to address a couple things. Is that okay? It's okay. Some of us are looking to give more words than we're willing to receive. But I, I look, when I see a lot of what the prophetic gift does is even in the Old Testament and the New, the prophetic gift comes upon a person to do something inside of them. Why? So that they can change their heart before they give it. And I do believe this, that the Holy Spirit is, is, wants to speak to us. And I said this the other day, even the word preach, it's a declaration. It's, it's something we, we herald. It's, it's the word of the Lord that's given, being released. If, if we're preaching up here, I better have a word from God. Help me, Jesus. Because if, if it's all my own stuff, it's my own opinions, someone pull me out of here, throw me in the parking lot, do something. No, I'm, I'm serious. Because we want the word of the Lord. We want the strong hand. And I've gotten up here with absolutely nothing before. And the Lord's gracious. Hey, amen. He wants to give us things even in the midst of just stepping up in faith. And, you know, but here's the deal. The Lord is wanting to speak to us in such a way that he gives us specifics. And that you can have conversation about the things that he gives to you. I love words of knowledge. But God wants to give specific words of knowledge. Why am I saying that? Because God wants to give an upgrade. I love words of wisdom, but God wants to give specific words of wisdom that absolutely eradicate people's problems in their lives because they're listening from, some, from you who've heard from heaven. Heaven is speaking to you. And whether it comes from dreams, some of you have profound dreams. And you need to learn God's language. Wow, I see the glory in this place all of a sudden. I feel like the Lord is wanting to speak fresh languages to people in this room. 
so that we'll understand and we'll hear him. And when we go back and forth with the Lord, oh, you get a privilege to do. It's a, can I tell you? It's such a privilege when I get to have conversation with the Holy Ghost. When I get the Lord himself and he wants to say, no, 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 don't go anywhere. Just let me talk. Sometimes I'm up here. I don't feel nothing. Sometimes he just starts downloading things. Sometimes I'm at home. I don't sense one thing. I just do devotions. You know, I just read my Bible, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate, and nothing happens. Anyone with me? <laughs> Everyone in the room should be raising their hand. <laughs> Come on, don't make me feel like I'm unspiritual or something. The reality is, the reality is, I'm teasing. The reality is that he wants to speak to you really, really intimately. And I think the more and more, you're going to have less dry seasons. Look at your neighbors say, you're going to have less dry seasons. Come on, the river, the river's in this place tonight. And you don't, need to, you don't need to have a dry season. No, God wants you to have a full, soaking wet river season. And I believe that the flow of the Spirit is, is drawing the church right now. If you have an ear to hear it. Just say, I have an ear to hear. Just tell me that. I have an ear to hear, and I want to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And I am part of the church. You are part of the church. And he wants to really, really speak loud and clear. And so the Holy Spirit was speaking to Peter on the roof. And he was speaking a message that we would... You're a Gentile. Some, there may be some Jews in the room, but we're all Gentiles, right? We've, gotten the, we've received the Holy Ghost. I love the fact that Peter stopped for a minute and listened so that he could release the Holy Spirit to the Gentiles. It wasn't, oh, he had to mess with him, and he had to show up and begin to say, you can eat that. And Peter's like, no, I'm a good Jewish boy. I'm not supposed to be eating bacon. Or seafood, shellfish. I'm not supposed to be eating these things. It wasn't about the unclean thing. It was about him releasing the kingdom and the power of the Holy Spirit to the Gentiles. Oh, don't call unclean. Don't call unclean what I call clean. That's what the Lord said to him. And so what we don't understand is that God wants to just shift a paradigm in our thinking. So that when we hear from the Lord and it's, we think it's, man, it doesn't, I'm not sure if that sounds like Jesus. That's, that's, that's kind of off, that's kind of on the edge. And God's calling a church to be pioneering and cutting edge in the earth so that we can shift culture. And it won't happen, it won't happen until we get, allow the Lord get in with, his, in, in with him in such a way that we're so intimate with him that he begins to speak things. Huh, come on. It can be a penthouse view. You can be at the top of the roof on the sun, hanging out in the sun and allowing the Holy Spirit. But it says that this, this was such a divine moment that he spoke. The angel of the Lord came, dropped sheets, unfolded everything. It was literally an unfolding. And then to Cornelius. Now, I want you to think about the whole scenario Roman soldiers come up to the house and want to talk to Peter. What's he thinking? I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm like, they're taking me away. 
But it says that this guy was a devout believer. He loved the Lord. He loved God. And he was known for his radical giving. And, 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 it, and the Bible says that an angel came to him. Wait a second. It hadn't happened before. Right? Jesus, you know, he touched all kinds of people. But there wasn't this like, okay, no, we're God's chosen people. It's us. We're the anointed ones. Oh, let I'm going to talk to you for a minute. We're the ones that have the prophetic gifts. We're the ones that know all about what God's doing in this hour. And I'm telling you, don't be shocked if other denominations or people coming out of other places begin to open up things and begin to release things that we haven't seen or heard before. And it's truly from heaven. Well, some of you didn't like that, but that's okay. That's okay. Because I do believe that that's what he's about to do. It's not going to be about denominational barriers. It's not going to be about the things that separate us. It should be the things, the things of the Spirit should be things that bring us together. And so those that dwell in the Spirit and with the Spirit of God should be in that place where they, they link with people, right? That's why the body of Christ needs to link and come together. Not just one church, but multiple places, right? And work together to see what the Spirit of God is doing in a region. And so we see Peter comes here, and he begins to open things up. And God directs him. But I want you to see that there is, there is clearly this gift of the Spirit that came, and he baptized that whole regiment with the Holy Ghost and fire. It came to him first, yet it was for more people than himself. And I say that because sometimes we get up and we begin to give things that God's ministering to us. He's trying to bring us into a, an alignment with what he's doing. Everyone say alignment. Align with me. Align with me. God's trying to align us with what he's doing so that we can release a message to those around us. And I truly believe that, that the Holy Spirit is doing that in this hour. And so just go with me to 1 Corinthians 14. I'm just going to hit a couple of things, and then we'll pray and ask the Lord for an upgrade. Amen. And if you're leaving, you just take the upgrade. 1 Corinthians 14 says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. And that talks about the gifts of tongues, right? I love the gifts of, gift of tongues, but Paul's saying, man, it brings a little bit of confusion sometimes. So I'd rather that you prophesy. Because sometimes the unbelievers don't, don't understand what's happening. Everyone look at your neighbor and say prophesy. You know, what, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel was told by the Lord, go ahead, speak. Prophesy to those bones. And so I want to see in the days ahead, all of us, including myself, listen, my I have a gift, of prof a prophetic gift, yes. I see things, I hear things. Some of you can see more and you dream more. But some of you, I believe that God's going to give, I, I was prophesying over someone last week, I believe that there's a knobby prophet anointing that's coming to the church where we read the word, we study the word, it gets inside of us. How many know that the best prophecy comes from this book? That's the truth. 
The best prophetic word can come. I, man, I, I'm telling you, the Lord wants us to dive in to this place where the prophetic begins to just be instilled inside of us because we devour and we love his word because we become so, we begin to look like Jesus and be a voice that declares what he's speaking in this hour. I don't only want to prophesy well, I want to walk well. Are you with me? You want to walk well. You want to walk upright. You want to walk in, in holiness. You want to walk in all the stuff. And just think, look, purity brings such power. The purity, when we get the word on us and in living inside of us, that, that living word inside of us, there's such a purity that can flow out of the gift of, of the prophetic. It's good when God downloads pictures and things to us. But I'm going to say, does it line up here? Every dream isn't from Jesus. Some of the dreams are from pizza. Some of the dreams are from stuff you went through all week. Some of the, you know, and I, I'll say that about the prophetic too. Sometimes we're prophesying to things that we're fighting with ourselves. Okay? So I want us to just get, a, get an understanding of how the Lord begins to unfold this stuff. So, but he, ready, verse, uh, where am I? Verse 3, I guess it is. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. What is the reason for prophecy? Not to make us look good. <laughs> it's for the church. It's for the edification and the encouragement of the body of Christ. Why? Because your brother needs encouragement. Why? Because your brother needs healing. Why? Because your sister needs a breakthrough. It's for edification and it's to open things up in the realms of the spirit so that we can see what God's doing and we can begin. Listen, some things aren't activated until we speak it. Are you with me? That's why in Hebrews 11, I said it earlier, God began to create. He began to frame. Listen, he frames the whole blueprint of your life, and he frames blueprints of other people's lives by people releasing the prophetic. Now, some of you don't need another prophecy. you got enough. to If you can get that one prophecy taken care of, you got it. You, you'll take the world for Jesus, Right? That's how I feel. I don't need another prophetic word. I just need to be able to step in and move in what God's already spoken to me. And so there has to be a desire for the Lord to really begin. And that's why I say it's so God. Come on. Just God's going to begin to dial you in. I just see it right now in the spirit that God's going to begin to dial you in so that you can receive things that you haven't received before. That he's going to be able to tune you in to the frequencies of heaven and you say well i already entered in through the blood of the lamb and word of word of my testimony you have you have but there's some things that god wants to crank up and increase on your life and i say that's why i say i want i believe that there's going to be an advancement in the prophetic movement i believe this i'm going to prophesy it right now there will be an advancement in the prophetic movement that will we will see the revelation remember revelation with the two witnesses i know it's we think it's future it's future but now 
But there's prophetic things that those two witnesses did. It's, it's, it's even spoken of in, in, in Zechariah. There's reflection, there's, there's parallels, and there's, there's an anointing that's going to flow that they will raise the dead with the words of their mouth. They will, they will do acts like Moses. And so we want to be in that place where the Holy Spirit is. And listen, some of us think we're prophets. We might not be. Let it sit. I don't mean that. I don't mean that to mess us up. I don't mean that to discourage you. I mean that to say, listen, be careful. Oh, man, there's a, there's a verse. Hold on. Let me find it. Hold there. Hold one second. Seriously, I do believe this. I do believe that the Lord is trying to show us not to get too high and mighty. I'll, I'll just share it with you. The Lord shared it with me earlier. Is that it? That's it. Psalms 25 and verse... Uh, 12. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation because Brian does a great job. Who are they that live in the holy fear of Yahweh? You will show them the right path to take. Then prosperity and favor will be their portion, and their descendants will be like the inheritance. Well, their descendants will inherit the earth. There's a private place revert. No, this is this is. This is not the right one. That's what Becca talked about last week. Sorry. Proverbs. Try tr Proverbs. Did I say Proverbs to you? I said Psalms. Oh, man, I can't find it right now. Here it is. Close, 2514. Proverbs. Proverbs. That's right. That's why we're in SOS. You're on the learning curve with the teacher up here. It says this. A reliable and trustworthy, I'm in verse 13. A reliable, trustworthy messenger refreshes the heart of his master like gentle snowfall at the harvest time. Clouds that carry no water and a wind that brings no refreshing rain. That's what you're like when you boast of a gift that you don't have. Ouch and amen. So I just want us to see that because the Holy Spirit wants us, you know, that's not to bash us. Listen, I just want to, because sometimes we just need to step into things with a little more humility. And I, usually, as of late, I've been more afraid in, in a sense, the fear of the Lord in what I'm going to say and what I'm going to speak. And that's a good place to be. I want to be in a place where I want to hear the Lord clearly and correctly. And that doesn't mean that I won't make mistakes or I won't, won't flip out. You know, I might not. I'll shoot my mouth off still. It just happens, you know. But the reality is I don't want to do that. The Lord's checking me on certain things. When I say certain things, he begins to check me. Why did you say that? That hurt his heart. Even in, come on, coarse jesting, even when we're being funny and trying to be spiritual, is still coarse, right? 
And so the Lord is wanting us to watch our words so that we can live in a place where the Spirit of God is flowing through you. And you say, well, why do you got to be serious all the time? I'm not saying be serious. You can have fun. But I am saying don't say things, even joking, that might strike the heart. It cuts the heart. And the Lord is wanting to, even, even in a, come on, look at your spouse if they're in the room. And if they're not, look at your friend. You don't want to do things that are going to break the way we posture ourselves before one another. I don't want to hurt people around me with my words. And so here's the thing. The power of words is amazing. You know, there's studies about plants and changing, you know, Changing, what was it, the color of rice, I think, or something crazy. When we look at crazy YouTube videos. Like, it, if you speak to rice negatively enough, it's going to turn dark. Oh, I'm not kidding. It's messed up. Plants die if you, cur if you curse them. You know, your dog doesn't act right if you're yelling at him all the time. Come on, somebody. I'm saying this because there's reality because the Lord is wanting to get on our words and he wants our, our language to be seasoned with salt. He wants our, our, our eyes to be filled with light. He wants you to speak words of light and life. And so that, doesn't, that shouldn't make you afraid to speak the word of the Lord because, listen, we have to speak. We ha have our friend actually down in, in Providence and he, he's... There's been paralysis, a diagnosis of paralysis. I'm not believing with it. No. I'm going to speak something contrary to that. And the Lord is beginning to do, step by step, little by little, there's change. There's change. Why? Because there's churches, this church, the, uh, the other churches down there, his home church, they're all believing. They're all believing that God's going to bring him out of this and he's going to walk. I don't care what the spinal cord injury diagnosis says. Something supernatural has to happen, and we need to align our tongues according to that. And so there's something that the Lord is wanting you to do. He wants you to spot, prophesy life to the dead bones, to the dry bones. He wants you to begin to prophesy muscle and sinew to work and activate it, right? Anything that's broken, it comes back to life. God can completely restore something that's been, had rods and pins in it. I've seen it happen over and over again. And so I want to check our prophetic meter tonight. That's all I'm doing, okay? Let's go back to the word. Oh. Prophecy is good, right? I pray in the spirit, but I also pray with understanding. Going over to um, 1 Corinthians 14, continue. 24, it says, but if all prophesy and an unbeliever and an uninformed person comes in, he is convinced by all, he is convicted by all, and thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. And so falling down on his face, he will worship and report that God is truly among you. This is the type of prophecy we want. See, you got CNN and all these other people barking. <laughs> Come on, where's the word of the Lord for CNN. I know we get irritated and aggravated with all the news media, but God's looking for a people that will begin to bre break out and break into something that would shift things, even in the, even in the negative news, even in the, in the 
all the crud that's going on in the earth right now, you know? There's so many things that are happening and so many prophets are not even saying anything, but then you have the others that are making up for all the rest. No, I promise you that, and that's good. So what is prophetic ministry? God wants to use you in a way, not that you have to deal with nations and deal with, you know, uh, the pandemics and all this stuff. That may not be your thing, but the Holy Spirit has something inside of you that he wants to give to someone else around you. He He wants you to release something to an unbeliever Or the believer. Right? Because the believers need the encouragement. The body needs the encouragement. But the unbeliever needs to come into a knowledge of Jesus Christ. You want people to experience the peace of God because you prophesy peace. You know, when people walk in here, even for the first time, sometimes they don't even know what we're about. They sense the presence of God. Sometimes they don't last through a worship service because it's intense. Okay? But we're not going to change that to make people feel comfortable. We're going to allow the Holy Spirit to either bring them in or if they can't handle it because, ready? Because there's places where God wants to bring people and they can't handle it because they don't know yet. And so we want to be a people that begins to open things up so that there's a pioneering spirit in the body that can bring and draw the lost in. So that we shift the atmosphere in such a way in their lives that they don't even, like, how about if sin's just eradicated out of your life? Because I give you a word of knowledge that's just so spot on that you just begin to repent and you get saved right in the moment. But it, it's got to bring us outside the doors, right? So what's the gift of prophecy for? Yes, it is for the body. It is for the body. It is truly for the body of Christ. But there's also... A a realm that was designed by Jesus to hit the highways and the byways. And I don't think it was just for a few. I think it was for all of us. That's why everyone doesn't need to be in a five-fold place of ministry. Sometimes people are called into the places where they're they're touching their their place where their sphere of influence And God wants you to be a light, and he wants you to bring the prophetic word. Look at me now. I'm not playing. He wants you to bring the prophetic word in the places that you are so that people are changed in the midst of the atmosphere that you create. Some of us can't handle the, the atmosphere that's around us when we step into it. Listen, God's saying, raise it up a bit. I'm calling you to to spend time in the divine light of God so that you see and you begin to engage with me in such a way that it begins to change everything inside of you and those that are around you begin to be affected by that which you're carrying. The church needs to get hungry for this so that our sphere of influence shifts things in the marketplace. Amen? Amen? And so there has to be a desire. How many desire prophecy? Okay, good. Raise your hands. If, the, if you're not raising your hands, everyone raise your hands. Oh, no. I'm making, forcing you, forcing you. No, earnestly desire, earnestly desire, earnestly desire the gifts, especially that you might prophesy. And so even this, even what's happening in the, in the world today, even, we've got fireworks going on out there. Hallelujah. Glory. I know. 
It's a crowd pleaser. Should we just go outside and just begin to preach out there? Maybe that's what changing atmospheres is about. The Holy Spirit wants us to step into that. So the prophetic gift begins to come into a, a new light because you're carrying something brand new. Ready? And here, here, here's the deal. I noticed that even in the midst of, already I'm going to talk about some body stuff, what happens in the body. Because we can come into intercession and people start getting words. We don't even sit and rest on what God just said before. Someone's got something else. And this is why Paul continues to write. He says, listen, I wish that one would prophesy and the other would judge. And so things begin to, you know, we get Holy Spirit rapid fire prophetic stuff going on. And it can be prophetic intercession as well, right? And the Lord wants us to be in this place where we can handle it. But he also, in, in trying to administrate what God's speaking so that we can rest in what God's doing. How many are tracking with me? The Lord wants to speak clearly in the church. That's why it says, let two or three judge. And then it also talks about two, or, you know, you can prophesy one, two, three. But just give it a minute. Don't all prophesy at once. Give it a second. Let's see what the Lord will do. And I'm saying this because the Lord has this, this way of trying to connect us all, but he wants us to rest. And listen, when the, when the Spirit of God be, can, begins to come in a, in a fresh realm, prophetic realm, he calls us to sit and just abide. Remember, they were singing the song about the river and abiding in this place. Listen, when, we, when the Holy Spirit comes in that way, when the, when the prophetic movement comes, when, the, when, when you feel the stir of God, <laughs> it's hard. I'm going to tell you it's hard because some of the prophetic people, they just get bing, 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 bing. Things start going off. How many know what I'm talking about? I get like, oh, we could go here. We could go there. We could go this way. We could go that way. I believe that God wants to speak a clear word in the midst of a congregation to move them and thrust them forward into whatever, God's, whatever the Lord's announcing that day. What I'm praying for is stewardship in the prophetic, right? God wants us to steward what he has. How many want more? When I, when I steward what he's given me well... I step into the more. Uh, there is always more. It doesn't ever stop. So if I just steward what he's given me right here well, he begins to open up more and more. I want the more. I want you to have the more. So if he gives you something, if he begins to release something to you, as he begins to speak to you, what you do with what he speaks, and it's not necessarily even an utterance, hello? Because I believe that God's releasing secrets that he doesn't want us to tell anyone. Are you with me? There's things that, there's deep places that the Lord has things that he wants to speak to you that are, that are, ready? They come under prophecy. It's prophetic. It's, it's his voice. What is prophecy? It's God speaking. It's an utterance of heaven. It is words of knowledge. It is words of wisdom. Sometimes, you know, maybe he's going to give someone an anointing to know what right, the right stocks to do. I've heard of this on, on certain people. They buy the stock and then boom, it goes crazy. And then the Lord says, sell. 
That's, that's money, I know. We like that. But what if he has something that's going to unlock your life into a whole new place, and you don't need to tell everyone else? You don't need 17 people to counsel you on it. You need the Holy Ghost to speak well. Well, he speaks well. You need to listen well, right? That's all. We need to listen well. And, and one voice, it's one voice. The Holy Spirit comes, and he, he confirms his word. He confirms his word. The Spirit of God is calling us to step up in this place. He's calling for an upgrade in your life. He's calling for you to, to begin to see. Ready? God, God uses visions, and some people have open eye. How many know that? You can open, you can open your eyes and see things. I like it when that happens. There was a guy by the name of William Branham in the 40s and 50s that saw mass miracles. He had such a prophetic gift on his life. He could actually touch someone, and God would give him vibrations through people's, uh, through their arms, and he would be able to tell what disease they had. That's by touch. When he would see their, what their conditions over their head, and he would see certain scenes, and he would begin to, the Lord would show him, you know, hospital rooms and he was supposed to go to the hospital room and the person was sitting there and the, and, the, and the other person was supposed to be standing there and when the whole room was in right sync he'd go and he'd pray for that person and a miracle would occur and I'm telling you God wants to give listen he was just a, a token of what God wants to do in this, in this life with you that was back then, but I'm telling you, God wants to do that today again, and, and he wants to do it through an army, not through one person on a platform. Can you believe for that? Do you desire that? Because here's the thing, if we, if we don't desire it, likely it won't come. If I don't pursue it, if I don't activate it, if I don't go after it, usually it won't come. Normally. And I, I, I truly believe that the Lord is calling us to step into that prophetic anointing again. So the, the Spirit of God is going to open things up even now in these moments. So maybe, guys, you can help me. Can I get everyone up again? Is that possible? I know. No? I can't? I can get most of them up? But I just, I feel like this is... This is the place where the Spirit of God wants to go tonight. How many want a, a clean activation of the gift on their life? You want a clean activation. God wants to release the fullness of who he is right here, right now. You're certainly not going to receive sitting. <laughs> get up and get your blessing. Right. Oh. Okay. 
I just want to really allow the Spirit of God to move on you right now. So I don't care how, how mature you feel like you are in, a gift, in the gift of God. I feel like God wants to give you a substantial increase in that. straining just yield yourself surrender yourself that's all that's not when I'm working everyone up into something it's just by stepping up and in and I believe he wants you to step up and in begins to open things up. It's, it's almost like God anesthetizes you so that he can speak to you. And that's what a trance looks like. What does that happen? It could happen on the floor. could happen right in your seat. God could just arrest you. God could arrest you in a standing position. Just because you fall doesn't mean you get something. <laughs> Hello? And so the Spirit of God wants to Open up, open up the gift inside of you to a whole new level. So Lord, we thank you for opening things right now, open and wide open, wide open. And Lord, I thank you that you're moving everything out of the way that clutters our thoughts. We thank you for your blood given us access. I thank you that you remove the veil, that we step beyond the veil even now in these moments. And I believe that some of you are going to be here, receive open eye visions. I believe some of you are going to begin to hear the Lord begin to speak. Maybe for someone in the room. Spirit of God is moving in the room right now. And so, Holy Spirit, we just open ourselves up. Lord, I thank you 
Lord, from the youngest to the oldest in this room. Lord, there's no limits. There's no junior Holy Spirit or senior Holy Spirit. But Lord, you release your goodness right now. You release all of your glory. And so we reach up, we reach up. We thank you that you move everything out of the way right now in these moments. I'm telling you, hone in, close yourself off, shut your mind down. The biggest problem in the church is we don't shut our minds off about what the things that things that we've been carrying or, or even been stuck in for the week. God wants to just open you up. So we thank you for the spirit of prophecy that's moving in the room even now, even now, even now. We step into that. Lord, we yield our, our entire being right now. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, I ask that, Father, some, you release faith in some of these people right before me, that the gift of faith would increase so that the measure of faith would increase so that they would prophesy and begin to speak. Lord, we break any place of fear right now in Jesus' name where people would hold themselves back. And Lord, I ask that you'd open them wide, 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 wide open. Lord, I ask that you open even the dream realm. Some of them used to dream. They don't dream as much anymore. Lord, reopen that. I'm asking for it for myself. God, it's so much easier if you just speak to me when I'm sleeping and I'm shut down. <laughs> Everyone should want that. We take that right now. We take it right now. Pro prophetic dreams. Dreams that open us up to the spirit realm. Lord, we break the second heaven stuff and we thank you for the third heaven. We thank you for the divine encounters with you. We don't want to fellowship with demons. We want to fellowship with you, Jesus. And we so we, we just... Take, take authority over any dark thing that would try and come and distract us and move us away from you and bring us into some other place that we're not supposed to be. Lord, I thank you. We're addressing that right now, that you release and move and flow in that, Father, right now. And so we open up, open up. Just tell the Lord, I'm open. I'm wide open. I'm wide open.